Veterans with Benefits is brought to you by VetShu, the newest product from the Wuhan Cooperative to treat men with ED. Let's face it, fellas, ED happens to the best of us. You could talk to a licensed physician over the phone or online on the interwebs. No more awkward in-person doctor visits telling a complete stranger your dick isn't working. It ships direct to your house in a complete, non-discreet box. When your neighbors see this box, they're going to know what's inside. There's a giant penis on the front of it surfing down a volcano. Your ED problems are going to be a thing of the past. So go to VetChew.org. Veterans with Benefits listeners using code VWB at checkout will get 7% off their order. VWB is also brought to you by Guidolinos, the first cereal made for Italians. It comes in three delicious flavors, cannoli, biscotti, and lasagna. And every box comes with a special prize, a gold chain and an anger issue. This cereal is so good you're going to want to put on a velvet jumpsuit and whack your neighbor. So go to guidolinos.org for box options and delivery fees. Guidolinos, hey, you're eating here. And now for a special VWB PSA. If you or anyone you know is struggling with depression, anxiety, or addiction, help is as easy as a phone call. Don't be an asshole and think, hey, it's not my problem. Be a bro. Reach out. I know some of you might be thinking, Roll, you're the man. How do you know about addiction? Motherfucker, please. Those psychos at Oreos come out with a new flavor every week. I know the struggle. But for real, check out the website, VeteranCrisisLine.net, or call 1-800-273-8255. Thanks, and enjoy the show. And now, for the man to which I would never exist without, the host of Veterans with Benefits, my dad, and your favorite veteran, Rolls Burbeck. Okay, and we're recording. I, I really don't understand why I had to be naked for this, but we'll... we'll so, today it. I got uh, my buddy Matt on here, former, or, what do you guys say? Former Marine? Once a Marine, always a Marine. Once a Marine, always a Marine. No, you can call me a former Marine, it's not going to hurt my feelings. Alright, so... I did a little research on you, okay? Don't, don't look at my notes, Uh-oh. motherfucker. Uh-oh. So, I'm going to run some random facts for you. All right, here we go. And you tell me if they're true. But I looked them up on the interwebs. Okay, so... Everything's on the internet. It's true, though, so... The first fact I found about you, you still have a MySpace. Is that correct? I do still have a MySpace. I don't know the password, but MySpace was a good thing. <laughs> and then everybody's like, let's go to Facebook. I'm like, Tom gave it up. He let us post whatever we want. We had our own songs. Okay, uh, you also said to, uh, you were the first person to use LOL in a text. Uh, between me and Benjamin Franklin is the tie between that, who used the first LOL. But. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this one's funny. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote this. You've never had a glass of water in your life. Never. This is actually, this, <laughs> this is Sprite right here. You can confirm it by the bubbles. Yeah. Um, you said before, and I quote, Books are for losers. Yeah. Mm. I, th- I think loser is the, the PG term that we use okay. for it, but yeah, psh, who reads? And finally, uh, which I feel like this is disgusting, is uh, you use mayo on pizza. 
I'm actually, that's like my biggest fear is mayo. That's like my <laughs> kryptonite. So that one is false. Everything else was true though. Okay. Mayo is my, my kryptonite. All right. So let's start from the beginning. Give everybody uh, your background. Oh man. Spent the first 18 years of my life in Lemon, South Dakota with two M's. L-E-M-M-O-N. So where's that uh, in regards to like Mount Rushmore? Because Mount Rushmore is the only thing I know about South Dakota. That's about the only thing you need to know about South Dakota. It's, it's three hours north of Mount Rushmore. It's like literally right on the North Dakota border. Okay. And there's about 600 people there. Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's a village. But then uh, after that, I got a minor in consumption. Lost, the, lost a few scholarships for a little alcohol underage. And I was playing uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4 at the time. And I was like, man, being a Marine seems like a great idea. And that's about all the thought that went into it. So were, were, uh, you weren't like a military brat or anything? Nope. Uh, my grandpa was a paratrooper in World War II, but... Your, your dad, your mom weren't in the nope. military? Nope. So like, you didn't have that kind of uh, influence at all at home? Nope. Just, yeah. played, just played too many video games. I'm, I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. my, you know, my dad was old enough to be in Vietnam, but uh, he had blown his toe off. Oh, there you go. When he was like 10, so they wouldn't let him in. He was playing the long game. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, uh, he was like 10 years old, blew his toe off. He graduated high school in 69, so he was like primed to go to Vietnam. So how do you, how do you blow his toe off? Fireworks? He, no, no, no. Oh. He shot it off. <laughs> he shot it off. Yeah. He, he, was, he was hunting with my grandpa, and uh, the story goes, my grandpa flushed out a rabbit or something, and I don't know how my dad did it, but he raised his gun up, and as he raised his gun up, he shot his foot. Gave it a little bump. Yeah. So forever, you know, was, he would have a he, – he didn't, he didn't blow the whole thing off, but it was a stub. Okay. And every once in a while, a nail would come at him. Oh, nice. It was gross. So he, so he couldn't rock the flops and the socks yeah. without looking really awkward? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So uh, what year did you uh, enlist? It would be 2009. I did 2009 to 2013 active, and then four years inactive. Okay. So where were you at uh, during that time? I did my went to boot camp in San Diego, Hollywood Marine, as they're called. Is that what they call? Because my I know my little brother went to the uh, Paris went, Island. Yeah, he went to Lejeune. RPF Paris Island. Lejeune. So do they give like in the Marine world? Do you do you get shit for being going to boot camp in California? Oh yeah. Opposed to Paris Island. Oh yeah, they dog you. They dog yeah. you like crazy because Paris Island sounds a lot more miserable because on the East Coast you got like all the bugs and like the inclement weather and shit. California's just hot, you yeah. know. But I can't remember when my brother went through, but I remember him saying like. The week or two that you guys go out in the field, yeah, it was cold as balls. Yep, and he wanted to die. It, it, it's funny though because like, growing up in South Dakota, you know it gets cold up here, yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna be fine in California, but you get like acclimatized to it right away. So it hit like 50 one week in boot camp, and I was like, uh, 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 and now it's like 50 <laughs> degrees. It's like I'm wearing a nothing you know walking around my underwear but dude i wish it was 50 degrees right now yeah it's, it's getting kind of that's what i forgot to mention so you're other than my wife you're the first person i was i'm able to interview there at my go. house without over the phone let's see let's so go. right now we're sitting in my garage because it's a night it's a pretty nice day there's no wind um yeah really it doesn't i mean i'm gonna listen to back to this Hopefully there isn't like a huge echo in here, but it seems fine. It's just echo chamber. Echo, yeah. echo, yeah. echo. No, but uh, yeah, I went to boot camp in uh, San Diego, and then 
you go to I went to the School of Infantry in uh, Camp Pendleton, which is still basically San Diego, and then I get stationed in Twenty Nine Palms, which is the middle of Mojave Desert, yeah. California. So I, I spent a good amount of time in uh, California, and then I lived in Okinawa for a couple months before they the Marines do the thing called a MU, like a Marine Expeditionary Unit, where you go to Japan or that's the one we go on. There's like other fun ones where you go fucking Australia and shit like that. I loved Okinawa when yeah. I was there. I did too, but I was like, damn, I could have went to Australia. Australia would have been awesome. Yeah. And I lived there for three months, then I floated around Southeast Asia for four months on a boat. Got to see the Philippines, Hong Kong. Did you have Cocos while you were in Japan? I did. I love yeah, Cocos. Yeah, dude. Taco rice. That's my shit in Japan. Yeah. There's there fights in the barracks over taco rice <laughs> and habusaki. <laughs> Just degeneracy in Japan. But then after that deployment, I did a combat tour over in Sangin Valley over in Afghanistan. Shout out to the Sangin Valley Gun Club. You know, that was 2012, and then I got out in 2013. So I think... Uh... I'm about what 10 years older than you i think so yeah i just i, I, tur- I turned 31 in... october so okay so i was born in 81 you were born in what 92 90 90 okay 1990 so you know they give everybody your age a bad rap oh, what we, do you got we earned it <laughs> what do you guys call millennials yeah we're the millennials you're... i think you're a millennial too man i hate to break it to you i don't think you're I gen x i don't think so I, I, We're gonna cross that bridge some other time. I I think the cutoff for Gen X is like eighty three, man. What? So I I'm good. We'll, we'll have to cross that bridge. I think you're. I think I you're mean, a millennial. What I'm trying to get at is, you know, a lot of kids your age, they're pussies. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I feel like anyone your age, and I'm not even talking about the kids that get in now, because the kids that get in now are softer than baby shit. The Zoomers. But you, at that age, I feel like you you guys get, especially the ones that join the military around your age, you get a pass. Yeah, <laughs> we, we get that. Because you you're, you grew up with the internet and all, all of its amenities, yep. but you, you joined the military, so you kind of grew yourself out of being a pussy. See, the, the it's interesting that you bring up growing up in the age of the internet, because that was like... The lawless age of social media, where you just say all sorts of horrible stuff, and you're like, "Oh, this isn't important," you know. And like, we're none of us are getting public offices, you know. If you dig deep, I still got MySpace, like you said at the start, you know. Like, you say all sorts of. No one knew the rules of the internet, basically. Oh, yeah. So it's like just say whatever you want, and now you like your Facebook memories will pop up, and you're like, "Oh my god, did I say that?" Right, right, really honest, said that. <laughs> I don't even think you could fucking uh, erase it. Even if you erased no. your profile. No, they have, it's, it's called a Wayback site, and like you can just, you can Wayback anything on the internet. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, there, you can go find anything on the internet. Once it's there, it's there. Fucking A. Yeah. <laughs> now you're all worried. You so this, po- this podcast <laughs> is never going to go away. No. Even when I end it. <laughs> uh, your presidential candidacy was canceled by your uh, Veterans with Benefits podcast. Do you have anything to say about that, sir? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's going to want me to be fucking president. Hey, not with that attitude. So, um, so what initially, you know, other than playing Call of Duty, like, what made you pick the Marines? Because you know, I mean, five minutes after you joined the Marines, you sh- I know you were like, I should have joined the Air Force. Dude, that, that's exactly right. And, like, the whole reason I picked the Marines was because you played as a Marine in Call of Duty 4. 
I was like, man, I get to boot camp. I'm like, why can't I be like the fucking Coast Guard playing Call of Duty in the fucking Coast Guard? But my whole thought was, like, I want to toot my own horn, but I had a high ASF score and everything. And, like, I could have did whatever I want. But I was like, man, I really like the saw in Call of Duty. I want to be a machine gunner, you know. And my recruiter, for, like, the first time in recruiter history, tried to hook me up. You know, he's like, he's like hey, hey, man, you can, you can do whatever you want. I'm like, no, I want to be in the infantry, you know. And, like, yeah. it was just... Yeah, I couldn't have played a fun Call of Duty where you joined the Air Force. When but. was uh, <laughs> when was the first time at boot camp where you were like, I fucked up? Um, the first time in boot camp that I realized I fucked up. Honestly, I think like the first week, like when you, because they put you in like the the sorting thing before they set you to your like regular platoon. And the sort of thing, you're, like, in such a sleep-deprived, like, haze yeah, that you just yeah. go through the motions. And, like, I think once the sleep-deprived haze, like, was over, and I was standing fire watch the first night of boot camp, and I was, like, just sitting there, like, waiting for someone to come and start fucking with me, you know? Like, man, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what was I thinking, you know? But, I mean, like, we get stuck. I feel like, I mean, the, the major difference between Air Force and Marines is probably the physical stuff. We do the physical stuff, but I feel like most of the time... We're either drilling nope. or we're in classrooms. Just getting indoctrinated. Yeah. Like all, dude, fucking hours of day, you're sitting in the classroom watching just videos of planes bombing shit yep. with fucking disturbed in the background. There's, it wasn't, I wasn't, there was a little bit of it in boot camp for us, but when we got to the school of infantry, there was like a, it was like a Fallujah sniper video that was going around. It was like it was just a video of a dude like capping NATO forces, you know, and it was set to the background of the the, ta- the Taliban Middle Eastern music to the time, and like they just make <laughs> us watch that and watch that. I'm like, I'm fucking angry. Like, send me over there right now. Like, you know, it's like yeah, there was a lot of indoctrination going on, and like you can't really explain it to someone that's not there. You no, know, because that, that that's yeah. that's the thing. Like people that listen to this, and I know I have friends that are civilians that listen to this show. And as long as they've known me, I've tried, even even in the Air Force, and it, there's degrees of it, especially, you know, you guys probably have it the worst, but the brainwashing is a, is a real thing, and every branch gets it. I'm sure the Coast oh, Guard yeah. fucking gets it. You And you can't, you can't fight it off. Dude, I, I'm, I still eat food like there's someone's going to take it away from yeah. me. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm always like, well, 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 like, everybody else is like... On their second or third bite, I'm like, we gotta go. Like, the food's like... Dude, I get yelled at about it all the time at home because, like, we'll eat dinner and I'm just like... I, I shovel down before it even gets really, like... Yeah. Know. It's like, did you did you taste any of that or did you just inhale it? I was like... Yeah. You know? But. And I've been... I You know, you've been out a lot longer than me, but I feel like some shit just sticks with you. Dude, I'm... Fu- I, I caught myself the other day at a marketplace doing a fucking facing movement. Oh, but there you go. You got to keep it crisp at Marketplace. You know, yeah. you never know who's watching. Never, yeah, there's probably some guy fucking watching the video cameras. He's fucking sharp. Look at him. <laughs> He's like, so put him in for a commendation. <laughs> a, a NAM, we call them NAMs in the Marine Corps, Navy Achievement Medal. Yeah. So uh, what was your school like? SOI wasn't, SOI wasn't bad because you just got out of boot camp and it's only two months, I think. Yeah, it was only two months. And you got weekends off, so it was like, hell yeah, so you gotta go be a stupid boot out in San Diego, which wasn't bad, but a lot of hiking, a lot of weapon stuff. You basically, like, the first month is just, for infantry, is learning how to be just a rifleman in general, and then I was a mortarman. So the second month, 
I would, I, you go learn the mortar stuff to your specific thing. And then they're like, all right, get the hell out of here. But when I was going through, I got done with boot camp in November, November 13th. So I did a month, the first month of SOI, then I got Christmas leave. So I got to take a nice little break and go back to yeah. South Dakota for Christmas and then come back and finish it. Yeah, I don't remember. Well, I sort of remember like around Paris Island, I'm sure there was shit to do, but it was like, it, it felt like you were in the middle of a swamp. Yeah, yeah. Were you ever there? No, but like my best friend was, he was an East Coast guy that they messed up his paperwork and he ended up over in California. He wasn't even a mortarman and he ended up in the mortar platoon, you know? He's like, yeah. this is fucking bullshit, you know? So, I mean, I'm sure like, yeah, there's definitely an upside of doing that kind of shit in California. You, you yeah, know. you gotta get you gotta get really far away because like uh, it's not it's not so bad here, but like outside every military base in California, it's nothing but tattoo shops, barber shops, and sleazy car salesmen. Basically, yeah, you gotta yeah. like that's why Twenty Nine Palms wasn't bad because you're like two hours away from LA, you're, like two hours away from Vegas, you're an hour away from Palm Springs, like. You get a lot of shit you can go do. We'll take anyone's credit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, what, what's credit? No, this is the perfect place for you. Have I? Have you seen this Camaro, son? Yeah. yeah. Who? So, without naming names, and I don't care if you name a name if you want. Yeah. Who? Who are some of like the dumber guys you knew that just couldn't get it and fucked up all the time? Oh, and man. maybe they fucked up on purpose. You know, it's in, interesting in infantry, like. The stereotype is, you know, you're like, like they're bolt catchers, you know, you're rock munchers, but it's like a, it's like a 50, 50 split. Yeah. There's people that are just like chart, like gung ho chargers, you know, that want to be in the infantry because that's tip of the spear, baby. And then there's like the people that, you know, are there to be in the infantry because yeah. it was either go do the infantry or go do more pool basically. And no, we had, I didn't, we call them boots. I don't know what you guys, like new joins or whatever. Okay. We got our first boot drop when I became a senior. And we call them FNGs. FNGs, yeah, the fucking new guys. No, you're boot until your first deployment in the Marine Corps. At least that's how it was. I don't know how it is now. The hazing thing has gotten clamped down a little bit more, but this guy gets here and we're like, we're like tossing their rooms and like making them clean it all up and doing all sorts of dumb, horrible shit to waste their time. Really welcome them to the, the fleet, you know, and like. Some dude just goes MIA. Like, one of these kids, I'm like, holy shit. Like, we lost we lost a boot on the first day. He's like, he's fucking out of there. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, he's not answering his phone, not doing anything. And the motherfucker's over in the officer club, Hawk Base. And he's like, I, I, just, I just came over to the officer club, Corporal, because I thought they would treat me better. There. I was like, holy shit, man. No, get the, the, op the exact get opposite. Get the fuck back to the right now. Like, yeah. It, it, it was funny because when we first got boots, I was a E3, like a Lance Corporal, so I could be a... There's a difference between Lance Corporal Huffman and Corporal Huffman. Like, Corporal Huffman could lose rank, you know, and Lance Corporal Huffman was just an asshole and mean, so I don't know. But, yeah, there's a lot of people that just it just doesn't click. Like, that was the big wake-up for me was boot camp and school was fine, but the fleet is, like, a totally different world. Like, you are you are garbage until your first deployment in an infantry battalion, so... So, I mean, like, so in the Marines, is it pretty much, you know, like, until you really fire your weapon, you're not worth shit? It's, it's not so much firing your weapon. It's, like, you got to go on a deployment. Because, like, the Mew, like, like the whole purpose of floating around on the boat is waiting for World War Three to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, obviously, World War Three hasn't happened yet. And, like, the idea of a Mew is, like, there's always a bunch of Marine ships floating around. So, if World War Three happens, it's, like, 
beep, beep, pull ships in, and you can go fight. But so it's more of like once you've been through a deployment, like then you're a person type of deal. It's like, it's like how it's, it's literally how it works, you know? It's like you've heard, okay, you've been here for a while. Because then after the deployment, you'll get a boot drop, so you'll have boots, you know? And yeah, no, it was, it was rough. A lot of sleepless nights and all their stuff. And like we had a, we had another guy, I won't say his name, but uh, he would, he was just one of those nasty people, you know, that just like never took care of themselves. And then you go to the military yeah, yeah. and it's like, it's like, dude, had to have a, keep a shower log for him, you yeah, know? Yeah. I had so many fucking troops like that. Cause it was like, cause his last name started with a G. So me and him got made roommates just based on alphabetical order. And like, oh my God, that was the worst two months of my life. Just a nasty dude. And of course our seniors were always coming in there to fuck with him, you know? So I just get caught in the crossfire. I'm like, I'm just trying to keep my head low and fucking coast through it. But. We, we had to give a dude his soap waiver one time. Like, oh, you need to fucking keep this fucking soap in your pocket, put it in a Ziploc bag. Oh, yeah. Like, we'd walk past him and just spray him with fucking Axe body spray. <laughs> fucking tape an axe down, throw it in the yeah. room for hangout. Oh, like, my God, you're the fucking worst, dude. Yeah. No, it's crazy how many, like, people, like, that was another thing about the Marine Corps that surprised me, like, people that just didn't know how to, like, basically be an adult already, and, like, you're 18, you know, you're basically a kid still, but then the amount of people that joined the Marine Corps that can't, that haven't shot a gun, or don't know how to swim, I'm like, that's the whole gimmick, like, that's the whole Marine yeah. Corps gimmick, and, yeah. like, it, that was crazy, like, the, the swim qual, like, people just terrified to get in the pool, or, like, jump out of the high dive, just, like, shake it up there like i'm like like i don't know about the high dive thing i don't know if i could do the high dive i mean how really how high was it it was, it was like a, a like a olympic high dive not like an olympic like crazy one they dive off but it was a high dive it was Fuck. yeah do you have to dive into it or no you just jump? you're wearing you're wearing your camis and shit so you yeah. just you just take two steps off and like cross your arms and go under yeah the deal and like it crushed kids and like i don't know growing up in the, the village i did like and poor, being poor shit, like, you could buy a family pass for the pool for, like, 30 bucks for the whole summer, and that was basically daycare for yeah. us, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it was, like, go fuck off at the pool in the afternoon until mom gets off work, you know, type of deal, so I was a good swimmer. But. I mean, like, I've had my brother on twice, and he, um, I know there's probably shit he's not told me. No, yeah. Just probably, like, embarrassing shit, but, like, it's weird because I don't, I probably told you this before since I've known you, but he told me a story that uh, his kill hat takes everybody, makes them all strip down. Oh, yeah. And go into a closet and just sit in the closet <laughs> naked, fucking, you know, nut against butt. Yeah, nut to butt. That's how you do the showers, too. You just nut to butt. Everybody marches the line through the showers. Yeah, I don't know if they still do that, obviously, but yeah, it was... There's a bunch of stuff. And like, yeah, there's like the kill hat that's the bad guy. Then there's just another like the drill drill instructor then there's like the senior drill instructor who's supposed to be your friend you know and everybody that's the guy that's looking out for you if you piss the senior drill instructor off like you're fucked type of deal and yeah boot camp's weird and like like when you know a little bit about the military you go back and like look at those guys and like for us like the infantry people like once we got back from afghanistan we're like our fucking drill instructors haven't done shit in the military they got like three ribbons exactly (laughs) yeah you guys you guys joined during a time of war You've been in the fleet for three months, and then you got a good, you got your good cookie for being a good kid, you know, the good, uh, good conduct medal. Uh, yeah, because a lot of them, you know, they, especially in the Air Force, if they have, a, you know, if you get stuck in a shitty job, like say you're working services and you're yeah. working 
and you're working at the gym or something, and you volunteer to be a TI, you know, I think that's like a four-year tour and maybe even extend, but pretty much that's all you do. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, they don't know anything, anything else really than doing that. Yeah. And I have, I have an episode coming up with a female troop that I've known uh, way back, and she did that. And she was a, uh, she was a TI. Okay, there you go. Behind the curtain. And I, dude, when I was in basic, I never saw a female TI. And yeah. In the Air Force, I don't know how it is in the Marines, but a lot of fl- we call them flights. Yeah. So we, uh, a lot of the flights in boot camp have a sister flight. Okay. We didn't have one, so I didn't see a female, you know, for yeah. three months until I went to tech school. So yeah, the new the female uh, TI thing was new to me. It wasn't new to me because I knew they existed, mm-hmm. but nowhere near us there was a female TI. And you know when you're at boot camp. You, yeah, you're like you see anyone that's female. <laughs> you're like, huh? hey, hey, hey. <laughs> she can have a fucking beard, and you're still like well, checking that's... her out. That's like that's how it was for like basically the entire my entire Marine Corps because there's no no females in the infantry you know, and like I'd like we didn't like have any females until basically we went to Afghanistan you know you see females on the base and stuff but yeah. like they put uh, it's called a female engagement team where like we're not allowed to search females obviously over yeah. there so you have a, a female engagement team that's embedded with you and they do all the searches and all the stuff with uh, the locals there that are female. And by the end of the deployment, they like they like started like four or five. By the end of the deployment, it's like it's eleven. It's like it's like hey hey you know what are you what are you doing? It's like don't fucking talk to the female engagement <laughs> team like asshole. It's like okay yeah, but no that's all that's like my favorite part about listening to your your guys the show over here, but like hearing about like the just working the differences out. I'm like I'm like holy shit like that'd been so different if we had some like females there. But we had like the comm school next to our barracks, you know, which yeah. There's females around there, but I was in a I was in a committed relationship the entire time I was in the Marine Corps, so I never got in any trouble with any ladies, you know. But okay, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I got some terror stories. I'm actually uh, waiting for my buddy to come on because he's got one too. You know the uh, fallen in love in uh, oh yeah in tech school. Um, because yeah, well, you guys don't get that. But you know, no. once you, <laughs> I mean, once there, you there might of, be some people that fall yeah, in love with tech yeah. and SOI, but but like once you get out of tech school in the Air Force, you know, I went to uh, Shepherd Air Force Base in Texas, and it's everything. Yeah. So you know, you're in the same, you're living in the same building with oh, females. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, I don't know. You're going. To, you're you know. You're eating with them. You're going yep. to the gym with them after work or after class. You're hanging out, studying. You know, going yep. to the BX. That's, so, that's fucking crazy to me. Like, the barracks was just like a Marine Corps like infantry barracks is like the party doesn't stop. Like you're either getting fucked with or you're partying. That's like the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it's just fucking like I remember like right before our first deployment. Like I was a wrestler in high school, so when we do ground fighting, you know they'd. You're like, oh shit, Huffman can Huffman can fucking grapple, you know? And like, it'd be like four in the morning, and like one of my seniors would be like, get the fuck out of bed, cat two's talking shit, you gotta go, you gotta go fight out. I just wanna sleep, you know? Yeah. It's like, fuck. They'd have like boot fights, they'd call like, call them animal wars. Have you guys ever heard of animal wars no, in the no, Air no, Force? No. Oh my gosh, it's the, it's like. Come on, there's no, it's the Air Force. No one's calling anything animal wars. So like, <laughs> it's not gonna play very well on audio, but like, 
they'd like assign you an animal and then you had to fight some stupid way like an animal so if you were like an ostrich you had to do like the nerd fight thing where you like cover your face and you'd have to like fight like you're pecking like an ostrich and like oh there was a rhino where you had to like hold your hand up like a horn and charge people it's Ray, if you're listening to this, <laughs> when you hear this part, I want you to text me and tell me you did one of these. So, he did, did Animal Wars out in Mojave Viper. Because <laughs> that's because the the lucky people that don't get stationed in Twenty Nine Palms, if you go on a deployment, you have to come to Twenty Nine Palms and spend a month there because that's like the pre-deployment like field op that you go do is Mojave Viper, and so everybody gets a little bit of taste of Twenty Nine Palms. But some people are lucky enough to just live there, you yeah. know. So how many times are you deployed? Uh, just the two. Just the two. Just the just the Mew and then uh, So over there So when you're over there, what's you know, what's the overall feeling? Is it more waiting to go to fuck home or is it more of like fuck 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 I'm scared fuck? It's 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 weird because like when you get there, you're like your your meter's like pegged. You're like holy shit, holy shit, holy shit and like you're always like tripping cuz we were like we were in like a, the boondocks, you know, like we had like we get like running water every once in a while, and like, but like, it was a fucking shithole. Yeah. But by the end of it, you're like, you'd like hear gunshots, you know, in the beginning, you're like diving for cover and everything, and you'd be like, ah, I was that close, and just like keep doing <laughs> what you're doing, you know, and you get like desensitized to it, because that's the one thing, like, the army does like 12 month deployments. I'm like, fuck that, you know, like, we, we do seven, then we get out, and like, there's people that like come early or leave late, you know, like tear down or whatever, but yeah. We shared a base with like the Afghan army, and that was that was always a party. Those dudes like, like watching like the Afghan police fuck up, fuck up all their guys. Like they're smoking hashish on post, you know. You just watch one of the fucking cops come over and just beat the fuck out of them, you know. And it's crazy like that. I mean, their service, like you know, their military, isn't it is real lax compared to us? Right? Oh fuck yeah, like yeah. <laughs> it's. Like, they're wearing, like, fucking Air Force One. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, like, you'll, like, load a bunch of them up to go on patrol. They'll just be, like, dragging an RPG. I'm, like, can you please pick the grenade launcher up? <laughs> like, you know, like can, we, can we just put that, like, somewhere where it's not going to... And, though, there, there's good guys over there, too. Like, but there's a, there's a little kid called Stevie. He was, like, a little Afghan local, and... His parent, I don't know what happened to his parents, but he was like the police chief adopted him on base, so he was like the go-to guy. You know, you give Stevie some money, and he'd go out on town and like he'd get you like rice. He got us a chicken one time, you know, that we like cooked up and ate, and like he get you like we call them Cherokee piss. They were like <laughs> there was his energy drinks, and they just had like the the Native American feathers on them, and like that was it. And they're like fucking Cherokee piss, man, it looks like piss, fucking tastes like piss, but it's an energy drink, you know. Once you ran out of rippets. But that dude was, like, the richest dude at Sangin Valley. Like, he would be giving, like, all that money. And, you know, like, $1 is, like, a bazillion rupees or whatever the hell the conversion is, you and know. And, dude, it's so weird when you go overseas that people that, you know, aren't in the military or never been in the military, they got weird shit over there. Just, like, yeah. I've never heard that, but I've seen <laughs> I've, I've seen other shit that's, like, where are they making this? <laughs> exactly. Where the fuck does this come from? <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm saying, too. Like, when you first get there, they're, like... Like, don't trust anything you get out from the locals, you know. I'm like, oh yeah, sketch as fuck out there. Then like, then Stevie's like, hey, hey man, I can get you whatever you want out there. I'm like, you mean Mountain Dew? He's like, yeah. I'm like, where the fuck are you guys getting out? They show us the little Mountain Dews with like the little pull-off tops, and I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? How'd you? It's a can of Mountain Dew from the '70s. <laughs> Basically, it was still Mountain Dew, and I was like, fuck yeah. Because you can only eat MREs for so long before you're like, I will literally eat 
anything besides and, an MRE. Yeah, dude, and, and an MRE, you can only spice it up or combine it with something yep. else for so long yep. until it all tastes the same. That was that was the good uh, perk about being a senior marine, you know. Like once you got boots, like they like divvy up the MREs. You're like, nah, man, you're you're giving me that that pork chop with the cheddar bacon, cheddar yeah. potato soup. Like that's mine. Here's here's your yeah. spicy penny pasta. Yeah. Enjoy that. Here's your fucking pancake with sausage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> My favorite was the uh, vegetable tortellini. That was pretty good. We had a, that one you could. We had cheese tortellini. We didn't have a vegetable one though. The cheese tortellini was the shit though because it came with. Uh, the Ranger bar, and it usually came with M&Ms too, so you like fucking steal someone's peanut butter, yeah. and you cover the Ranger bar in peanut butter, put your M&Ms on top. Oh, fucking dude. Cooking so hacks, baby. So I remember in uh, in Basic, you know how some of the MREs come with um, that little uh, Gatorade pack? Yeah. Were you guys allowed to drink that? No. Because, yeah, they wouldn't let us drink <laughs> it either. Let us drink it. And the shakes. What the fuck's it in there for? <laughs> had, I can't drink it. They had shakes too, where... Yeah, they they threw all those away too. They had little shake powder ones. Too. I've never seen the shake oh, powder. Oh yeah, the one. shake powder ones. Like, it's like chocolate beverage powder is what yeah. it's called, and it's they, they mostly suck. But you yeah. know, it's still. Like, I just I was, remember. I was people... like, man, when I get to the fleet, I can't wait to have me a chocolate shake in my MRE. I'm like, oh my god, this is fucking. They were doing me a solid boot camp. <laughs> Let me drink this. I remember the people fighting over the uh, jalapeno cheese spread. That's like that's that's military wide. Like, yeah. motherfuckers go to battle for jalapeno cheese spread, baby. Yeah. I, it doesn't even matter if you have anything to spread on it. You'll, I'll just eat that shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was like my diet in Afghanistan for a while. Like I got so sick of fucking MREs that I was like, I was like, I'm just taking jalapeno cheese bread and crackers. That's that's my diet. Like, yeah. and I, my mom sent me some fucking jerky, so I was like doing jalapeno spread and jerky. Ooh, Ooh that, that fucking that was the fucking money. Yeah. I didn't get. I didn't really. Uh, to be honest, anytime I was deployed, I don't think I got care packages at all. Yeah. I don't know if you heard the episode where I told uh, I told a story about my mom calling boot camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Called the Red Cross and shit. <laughs> and my sister has a similar story, but she hasn't been on yet. And she and my mom did the same thing to her. Like, dude, fucking. I'm, I'm gonna play the devil's advocate though. You didn't tell your parents that you were going to boot camp. No, I know. I know. <laughs> so, a little baby boy. But was still, missing. we weren't like, yeah. It it was weird because it's not like I was I wasn't even living at home at the time, and you know. Yeah. It's, I wasn't, like, talking to my mom on a regular basis anyway. So yeah. I could go a month without talking to my mom, but she, for some reason she just went nuts and started fucking searching the, the planet for me. No, that's another thing about care packages, too, over in Afghanistan, before I forget, you get people to send, like, uh, stateside Copenhagen, because all, all the stuff that they would get over there... It's like it all comes in the plastic stuff, and like some of the Copenhagen comes in like the cardboard stuff in the United States, and like stateside cigarettes. Yeah, you could. It was like prison rules, man. You'd be like a bazillionaire. Like <laughs> I was like, one time I was like, hey, can you send me a a car of twenty seven? My mom, you didn't start fucking smoking, did you? You know, I was like, no. It's like it's like I'm just trying to make a little cheddar on the side, you know, and like selling cart like pack of cigarettes for like twenty bucks over there because everybody's like making that deployment money, you know, yeah. they got nothing to spend it on. They're like, yeah, fuck, give me a pack of cigarettes for twenty bucks. Dude, I, I, uh, so I went in right before I turned 23. I had never smoked a cigarette in my life. And I remember getting to tech school mm-hmm. and I full on start smoking That's cigarettes. where everybody starts smoking is yeah. their, their school. They're, yep. like, they're like, I mean, everybody else is doing it. Fuck it. Like, you, there's like one smoker that turns the entire platoon into a smoker. Dude, there was you. a, at Shepard, there was a gate, there was a 7-Eleven right outside the gate. And any time of the day, night, any time of the weekend, 
you'd walk to that gas station and behind the gas station you would just see airmen yep just lined dozens up dozens of airmen just smoking cigarettes yep. and fucking chain smoking <laughs> <laughs> that was the in Afghanistan you'd buy cigarettes out of the, the village you know they were like shitty Afghan cigarettes you'd like light them and it was just like one pop and it was just whoop fucking cigarettes I think they were lucky what? sevens they were called sevens or something I can't I think remember the kids smoke cigarettes over oh there, they right? do yeah like the Philippines I Dude. and the little kids are smoking cigarettes oh, yeah. riding mopeds there's, there's pictures of me with like a fucking kid in the Philippines smoking a cigarette I'm sure somewhere on the internet but like the kids over there like Afghanistan there was this kid called the chocolate zombie we called him he would just there was like one post that he would stand under and like for eight hours a day he would just go chocolate chocolate <laughs> chocolate and the person on post is like I'm, I'm, waste. I'm like, you can't kill the kid. <laughs> like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you can't. You, you're gonna be on scene. You're gonna commit a war crime. You just gotta like, I don't know, man. Tune it out. He's like, if I hear chocolate, chocolate one more time, you know, it's like, oh my god. Was he like slow or he's, he's, <laughs> he's just a hustler, man? He just wants some chocolate. He was just he's like, if I just stand below this this outpost, he's gonna throw some chocolate at me. I'm like, don't give him any fucking chocolate. They'll come back, and he just—that was his daily routine. Man, was just come over and fucking say chocolate yeah. eight thousand times. So what? Uh, I know you said it earlier, but uh, what year did you get out? Uh, twenty. You deployed twenty thirteen. Okay. Yeah. So when you got out in twenty thirteen, I was still in. Yeah. I wasn't here. I was. I think I was in Korea in twenty thirteen. Um. Was it weird? Oh, it was, you only did four years, right? Yeah. So I mean, in four years, that's not it's not a it's not a long time, but it's not a short time no. to be indoctrinated. Yeah, that's like so. I got out and like immediately, like I like moved in with the girl I was with the entire time, you know, and like she like she's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Not like exactly like that, you know, but she's like, hey, like you don't have to fucking organize everything constantly, you know. It's like. I'd, like, walk into, like, someone's house, and I'd be, like, fixing their magnets on their fridge and stuff like that, and it was, like, I, I had OCD pretty bad is what it was, but, like, yeah, it was, it was so weird getting out for, like, that first year, you know, and, like, you're, like, oh, everybody just drinks, like, 30 beers and go party, you know, they're, like, I'm like, well, this is a pregame, right, they're, like, fuck, like, all the college people, because I did, I did college for, like, a year in Seattle, I went to Seattle for a year, which was fucking miserable, but, before I came back to the old good old state of North Dakota but yeah no they weren't ready to party with a the alcoholic ex-marine you know type of deal they're like holy shit like you drink a lot it's like yeah but and dude I still do it like I know like like when I come home from work I'll uh I'll immediately start cleaning up yep exactly you know you gotta like like my kids will be leaving shit like cups all around the yeah. house and food and I'm just like like you gotta like no that's like that was a big thing too before like i try to stop it because i know to them it's like okay it's like all right dude like really yeah that's my ball's about a cup yeah like <laughs> like dad's in you know boot camp mode yep. where he's like picking up shit and i know they're probably like well dad's gonna pick it up so fuck it. yeah exactly <laughs> they're like well, let's let's play this in our favor let's, they're like they're like testing it they're like putting a cup over here you know seeing like watching you from the bushes like oh yeah he's gonna clean it up <laughs> No, yeah, it's, it takes a, like, yeah, like you said, you're still indoctrinated, but it, it gets better, like, once you get out type of deal after, like, I think once I got on some, once, once I got treatment for the OCD and then, like, once I, like, was out a long time, it's, it's, I'm much more functional and easier Wait, to live with. 
there's fucking treatment for OCD. Oh, dude, I, I, I tried, I tried fucking everything. Cause I'm free balling it right now. Dude, I, I, I got a guy. I'm here to tell you, dude. They like, they put me in a, it's called exposure therapy, where they just like throw you in a messy room and see how long you can last and shit like that. I'm like, nah, just, really? just, just I'm like, just give me the medicine. Like, I'm, yeah, they, they put you on like an antidepressant basically, and it it, 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 it fucking levels you out a little bit so you can function. Cause I was, I was doing the bad stuff like. I had to check every lock three times. Like I had to go back to my house and make sure my oven was off. And like I haven't fucking used the oven in a week, you know. But I gotta make sure to check. And like, yeah. cause like I had a little before I went in. But when you go in the military, it like reinforces it and makes it better and better and better and better. And like you get rewarded for that shit in the military. And then when you get out, you're just annoying to everybody around you, type yeah. of deal. Especially at work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get. Gotta that. move fast. Yeah, I get. I get serious OCD at work, mm. especially with. <laughs> We, we, made, we made a pack. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. We made a pack. Okay, we did, we so let's it. get to uh, let's get to what you do now. So not work wise. Oh, what I do now. So you, um, I don't even know what. I mean, what do you call it, dude? Like, I know you're. I know you. Uh, you know you have a Twitch channel. Yep. But in that community, like, you just be a streamer. Okay, streamer. Yeah. Okay, so you yeah. know you guys don't say like. You you don't you don't use you don't say I'm a gamer because everybody no. fucking plays video games. Yeah, like I think, yeah, I think streamer would be the the right title. Yeah, streamer. Why did you start doing that? Uh, I tried when I was in the oil field, but the schedule was too unpredictable. So that was like two years ago, and then I, I made my great resurgence back to the the Twitch stream. December, I feel like December yeah. around there. Is when I started. Get, we got really serious about it. Like set a schedule, make sure I did it all the time. Did you bring your list? I did bring my list. Okay, so tell. Okay, so before we get to the list, tell everybody where they can watch you and shit. You can watch me at www.twitch.tv/hugh_gaming. G-A-M-I-N-G. Now the one thing I did love, like, I don't watch a lot of TV. And I'm definitely not going to watch your Twitch. Yeah, no. But I do love that you fucking played Knights of the Old Republic. Exactly. Yeah. And that, and that you went through all the Halos. Oh, yep. We, that was like the first big series we did over there. We played all the Halos that are on the Master Chief. I haven't did five yet, so... It's not you, worth it. It's garbage. Yeah, you can take, you can take <laughs> away my, my gamer card, I guess, if I haven't played five. But we yeah. played all the campaigns on Legendary, and we, oh, about, yeah. we about lost our mind on two, but we got through it. Okay, on three... Best Halo. One, two, three. ODST. Ooh. Ooh. ODST is the best Halo? The. Are you fucking kidding me? The, the sensible jazz, man. John's not even in it. <laughs> the jazz, man. You got the jazz music. And, like, you can meme on the main character so hard. I, I, I think it's a big concussion. It's like a fever dream. I don't know. I feel like Halo Reach is the best. Halo, Re Halo Reach is the best Reach. I'm just fucking with you. There's yeah. not a contest. Because, like, it has the best multi... ODST doesn't even have multiplayer. Yeah. So, ODST, Reach is the best one. Yeah, Reach is the best Because it has the best story. Like, the end. Spoiler alerts for Halo Reach that came out, like, 100 fucking years ago. When it's like the the goal comes up, survive. You're like, yeah. oh shit, it's going down. Dude, I went, I remember going through that game just as just so many times just to see how long I could survive. Yep, you're just like, let's, I'm, I'm gonna fucking make it. Yeah, that's something that needs to be researched. Like longest, longest survival. I always on. wondered if like there was like uh, a way you could survive. I wish they would put that in the game. Like, 
okay, you I, last two fucking hours, you're yeah, gonna, you get something. I think, like, an achievement would be fair, you know? Like, if you, okay, it's like, okay, dude, you can die. It's like what the achievement is called. Yeah. Like, there's, like, fucking... Cover it. Just drop a nuke on him. <laughs> <laughs> you just see, you just see an eclipse in the air. <laughs> You're like reloading. Like, got the DMR, fucking zipping it. Okay, so let's go. Okay, let's go through our list. We'll go from ten to one. Oh, I didn't put mine in order. Fuck. Okay. Okay, so before uh, I had Matt on, because I know he likes games, so do I. I'm a huge fucking nerd. I told him let's make a top ten. Of our favorite games. Now I'm saying that I'm not saying the best games because <laughs> honestly I'm out of like I haven't played probably a current game in years. So that. some of my list is gonna be old. You might not even know a couple of them to be honest, and that's only because I'm ten years older than you. If it's if it's before the Super Nintendo, it might be. Well, I, I got some NES games. On I played my a, I played list. some NES stuff too, but okay. So I'm gonna I'm seem like a. a Fucking zoomer with my list. Then. Okay, so my my number ten is gonna be for the SNES okay. UN Squadron. Okay, have you ever played it? I have not. It's no. good, dude. It's it, good. It's uh, um, I don't even know how the fuck you would explain it, dude. It you know it's a side scroll. Yeah. But it's it's like Contra. Okay, I played. But Contra. you're in a jet. Ooh, there you go. And spread is the best weapon. There. When is the spread not the best weapon when, in any yeah, of those exactly. games? Okay. I guess uh, I'm trying to like rapidly put these in order. My number ten would be Mario Kart for the Nintendo 64. Okay. Because, yeah, Mario 64. I love that game. Yeah, like we do the back when I was still drinking, we do like the Mario Kart drinking game where you'd uh, it's a very simple game. You, you you have beer right, and you can't drink and drive, but you had to finish your beer before the race was over. So you'd have like <laughs> you'd have different levels of strategies, right? Like there'd be people that just shotgun the whole beer at the start of the race, and then you have people that like pull over and. Drink and there, there's a lot of good memories with Mario. Kart I remember, 64. dude, when, when when that came out, uh, my buddies didn't know about the the, the drift. Oh, the boost. God. Yeah, exactly. So you just so, dude, on. I was killing them, and they were like, they're you know they were screen watching. Yeah. So they're like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I'm not doing anything. Where, where, are, those little, where are those sparks? What's going on with those sparks under your wheels? Yeah. Oh, that was like the big epiphany when I was like really young when we played it. Like we used to like rent it from like the gas station or whatever back yeah, when yeah. gas stations rented you video games, and we like did the drift the first time. And it was like it's a whole new world. I want to say when when sixty four came out, I was in high school, so that was one of the first games I think came out for that for that console. I got it for, yeah, it was I got it for my eighth birthday. Um, okay, my number nine is Tecmo Super Bowl three. I played Tecmo Super Bowl. I don't know if it was three, but yep. Yeah. Me and my Classics. brother, me and my brother wore that fucking game. Out. <laughs> it's just fucking. It's like the cartridge, like please fucking kill me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my number nine. I'm gonna have to say it's uh, the new God of War for the PS4. It was just a really good. Dude, my, my best friends back boy. home, um, Kratos, always talk about God of War. I'm not. A, I'm not a PlayStation guy. I feel Ooh. like if, if it came for the Xbox, I yeah. probably would try it. And. I take their word on everything. Yeah. And I know it's a good game. I know it's got a great story. I just never played it. Exactly. You know, it's it's one of those, yeah, it's PlayStation has a tight rope around it right now, but it might be coming to PC. That's the rumor on the street, so. Yeah, this is about as high as I don't have a computer. Yeah, this, this is, yeah, I mean. All right, so my number eight is Mortal Kombat 3. Nintendo 64 is why I played that. Oh, my gosh. You were, that is, see, we played that one together then, too, like. Mortal Kombat, yeah, it 
you know, I'm pretty sure that's the one that installed the babalities, the yep. friendships, brutalities, the animalities. Yep, it had a yep. bigger roster. Yep. Um, I just love that fucking game. Shao Kahn was a cheap motherfucker at yeah. the end of it every time. Yeah. No, I, Mortal Kombat 3 is excellent. That's another game. I've, I broke so many joysticks on that game. Red Nintendo 64, just like all my joysticks are like limp because <laughs> yeah. of fucking Mortal Kombat. Uh, my number, what are we on? Eight? Eight. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 3, the old okay, okay. Little snake eater. You know, I think they're making a TV show about that that's, or a movie or that's, something. That's, they fucking better. It's like... Konami, the company that made it, is like holding on to the IP. They're like, we're just gonna make pachinko machines. You know, a pachinko machine yep. is a fucking gambling thing. That's what they're doing with it right now. I'm like, come on, give yeah. me a fucking movie. Yeah, that would be a badass movie, dude. Yeah, they're basically already a movie. Like half the game is cutscenes, but yeah, it, it, think about it. Like, you know, half the movie is gonna be him so fucking like just in the dark. Yeah, I'm just fucking <laughs> low crawling around, <laughs> smoking a cigarette. I'm like, holy fuck, I want to smoke. You make it look so cool. <laughs> it's like. Okay, my number seven is for the 64, WrestleMania 2000. Okay, see, I was a WCW NWO guy on the 64. I know, I do love those games too. Yeah. That... But when I was looking at it, I had to pick. I was like, yeah, fuck. I had similar situations where I was like, you got to pick one. It's like, but no, I, I played both of those too. Because like I don't think for the WCW, um, I forget what it was called, but that game that was pretty much the brother to WrestleMania 2000, yeah. I don't think you could create your own character. But in a WrestleMania 2000, you can. In WCW Mayhem, you can create your own character. Okay. WCW versus NWO. You That's can. the one. Yep. That's the one I loved. I loved that game. Yeah. Had a fucking wolf pack, man. What exactly. Else, what exactly. else do you fucking want? Don't turn your back on the wolf pack. It's fucking. <laughs> what else do you need? Oh, my next one is Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil 4. For the GameCube originally. It's been ported to like fucking everything. Is that the one where you start in Africa? No, that's five. That's five. Okay. Okay. Yep. That's that's five. All right, my number six, fucking classic. You can't live without it. No. Vice City. There you go, baby. God damn it. Vice City changed Fuck. my fucking world. It made me realize that Flock of Seagulls were a thing, and I'm just singing, and I ran yeah. The fucking soundtrack is I mean, banging. I don't fucking... know if any other... Tommy Versetti, baby. I don't know if any other GTA, maybe San Andreas has a better soundtrack, but I think Vice City beats it. Vice City beats it. Yeah. I think the rumor... Is twenty twenty six? There'll be a new Grand Theft Auto, and they're doing it in Vice City again. Oh my god! It's I, gonna be like, I want to see a Tommy Versetti movie. It's gonna be a modern day Vice City too, so it's gonna be Florida modern day. Oh <laughs> like, my god! There's gonna be mullets everywhere. Mullets, gators, meth, yeah. bath salts. What else do you want from a Grand Theft Auto, really? Yeah. Oh, the next one would be The Witcher Three. Okay. Yeah, that's. I never played any of the Witchers either. Yeah. And I got bored with the show. The ooh, hot yeah. takes on the Veterans with Benefits podcast. That's Dude, hot. I don't know what it is. Like my buddies um are all, you know, singing the praises of the Witcher. I never played the game, but I was like, I'm gonna give the show a chance because I like Henry Cavill. Yep. But to me, the show and I looked it up and I watched some like videos of the gameplay. Yeah. And I'm like, the show looks too clean. Yeah. It doesn't look dirty. No. Like, especially, like, every any time they were in, like, a throne room or something, it looked too staged. Yeah. And it looked phony to me. Oh, so that's what... It, that's, I understand, you know? I was like, you know, especially when you watch Grant, or Game of Thrones. Yep. Game of Thrones looked realistic. Mm -hmm. There was dirt on the wall. With fucking The Witcher, everything was clean. 
And first of all, if I got to hear that fucking song one more time, uh, you got, you're gonna toss in a coin. No, <laughs> I'm gonna. I would have fucking chopped that motherfucker's head off immediately. Oh, dandelion, dandelion. Yeah, and I know the there's show. a season two. I think I got halfway through season one. There's too many, and I'm not. <laughs> I know there's too many characters in Game of Thrones, but they stretched it out. Yeah, there's too many fucking characters in that first season of The Witcher. See, Game of Thrones pisses me off though because they did my boy Jamie so dirty. Yeah, I know. But you know that's, what? That's like a whole other podcast, me being pissed at Game of Thrones, though. So, But to be honest, if you're a Game of Thrones purist, you've read the books. Yep, and I so have. So you know I have. Yep. he's still alive. Yep. And honestly, I'm not taking that last season of the show as canon. I think that's why it's taking him so long to finish writing all the books, because he's fucking trying to fix a bunch of shit. To yeah, not have he's got to fix all that shit. Yeah, because everybody was like, oh, fuck. People are really mad. Dude, I would have legit waited three years. And he's also making Super Bank doing everything else. Yeah, so. I would have waited three or five years for a new season of that show if they would have just went off the doctrine. Well, they they gave him. They gave him all the time they want. They just wanted, they thought they were going to do the next Star Wars thing. So that's why they rushed that out and it sucked. And then they were, then Disney's like, nah, you don't get to do Star Wars anymore. So yeah. that's how that went down. Yeah, I mean, dude, like between him and Bron were probably my favorite characters yep. of that show. Especially because Jamie's arc. Yeah. So good. He had like the best. He had the best redemption. Right, no, no spoilers for Game of Thrones. Fuck that. If you didn't watch Game of Thrones, you're an asshole. <laughs> spoiling it. Uh, the kid in the wheelchair was the worst. He should not have been king. Raisin Bran. Raisin Bran. Yeah, dude. Come on, dude. He fucking had like three lines in the whole show. He was the worst actor. Yeah. You know who has the best story? No, he didn't. No. He's not at all. Tyrion. You don't know. Shit. You can tell when they ran out of source material for Tyrion too, because he became like a significantly worse character. You're yeah. Like, oh, dude. Man. Take Tyrion as king. I would. Yeah, I would. Exactly. I would accept a Tyrion as king, other than that fucking king. Literally anybody else besides fucking Raisin Bran. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're halfway through this list. Um, right. My number five is Halo Reach. Okay. I respect that for similar reasons that we already talked about. Yeah. So my number five is Persona Five, which is uh. I don't. I don't think I've ever heard of it. Yeah, it's a super anime JRPG, Japanese RPG. Okay. Thing so. Pretty popular among those circles, but I'll have to ask Roland about that. I have there, no yeah, idea what the it's, fuck it's that fucking, is. it's fucking great, and the right. soundtrack's banging. Please don't tell me you have robots on this list. <laughs> oh, 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 scr- <laughs> As I was scrubbing my phone, no. All right, my number four is Zelda: Link to the Past. Link to the Past is a good one. See, and I feel like if you ask anybody who really is into gaming, it's on the top ten always. Yep, I think. I think that's where you see the age thing, though, because I think yeah. a lot of people are going to say Ocarina of yeah, Time yeah, yeah. on the 64 is like kind of cut off, and then you're going to have like the Breath of the Wild people. Though. Yeah, and Ocarina of Time, I still love it, too. Yeah, see, I was a Majora's Mask guy. And I was a teenager when that came out, so I was prime yep. for that. You know, when Link of the Past came out, I think I was 11 or 12. That game was hard as fuck, too. It is. Yeah, that's fucking, that's like I, no Dude, joke. I was just running through with Roland, <laughs> and I would, uh, I would let him go for about an hour, and... He was constantly come up to me like I'm stuck, <laughs> and then I would come in. Yeah. I would come in the room to go help him, and I'd be like, "We're stuck," because <laughs> yeah. I don't remember where this fucking flute is. <laughs> I think that's like Nintendo Power, that old magazine. Yeah, that, yeah they, that they printed a guide. They, pr- they printed a they printed a guide for it. It was like the fucking sacred text, you know. Don't let anybody touch the the Zelda guide. Like, well, to be honest, when those games came out. Nintendo Power didn't honestly help too much. You had to go to school the next day and be like, you know, to your friends, hey, where did you get to? Yeah, exactly. You know, wh- where did you find the flippers? Yep. 
shit like that. Like, um, yeah, that game, that game is fucking hard. That so is, that's, that's a different generation of games. That's like fucking hard as fuck. So is Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Ocarina of Time's fucking hard. Water Temple and Ocarina of Time. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> to be honest, uh, any water level. Yeah. Is gonna be bad. Have you ever played the water level of that Ninja Turtle game? The first Ninja Turtle game, the, the NES. Turtles in Time. No, no, no not oh, Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time was sixty. Or Super Nintendo. No. Yeah, I... the original Nintendo game for, or the original Turtles game for the Nintendo, you, um, there was a level. You can look it up because people, you'll see people speed through it. But you're swimming and you're you're swimming around uh, coral. Mm-hmm. The coral. Cool. Ele- the coral <laughs> is electric. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? Okay, and you only, I think you only get like four bars of health. And you're on a fucking timer. Oh, perfect. <laughs> it's like Battletoads. It's honestly, like, if you Google, like, hardest levels to play, it's always top five. Yeah. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. Fucking old games, man. They yeah. used to, well, they're designed to be quarter eaters. Yeah, exactly. Is the thing. Like, they're designed to take your fucking money. And then, like, they poured it over. They're like, shit, man, it really doesn't have to be this hard. We're not, we're not getting any quarters it, from them. <laughs> I, and honestly, I don't think I've ever beaten that game. Because of that fucking level. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta you beat gotta it now. The, you gotta use the codes. You gotta beat it now. All right, did you do, did you go? I think I think my it's my turn. Yeah, uh, good old Knights of the Old Republic. It's my that's num- your number four. That's my number four. Okay, okay, okay. Yep, Knights of the Old Republic is my number four. God, I love that game so much. Yeah, it's it is like I won't I won't spoil the rest of my list, but it's one of those like influential games that kind of decided what kind of gamer I was going to be for like the basically the rest of my life. Because I was like, it, I walked into my friend's house and I was like, oh, is this like some kind of Star Wars game? And I play. Uh, Shadows of the Empire on the Nintendo 64 before that, you know? And that game's so frustrating. Yeah, oh yeah, fucking angry. And like, but I was like, wait a minute, like, this is like a, like you, it's like a, com- a role-playing game? And they're like, yeah, and you get to make choices. You can be light or dark side. I'm like... And that's, yeah, yep. that's where it, it changed the game for everybody. Yeah, it was like... The wait. second you could be like, do you want to kill this guy? <laughs> or do you want to just let him free? Fucking dark side ending every yeah, time. Yeah, you're, you're 13 years old, yes, I'm killing you. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> like... That came out in 2000. I remember that's the reason I bought an Xbox. See, my fr- my friends had Halo, so I didn't need to buy an Xbox until Knights of the Republic came out. Yeah. Like, I just go to their house and play fucking Halo when I want to play Halo, but I was like, fuck, now I gotta buy an Xbox, you know, because I'm, I'm a PlayStation guy, so. Okay, so my number three, and I'm, if you know this game, I'm impressed. It's, it's just for the NES, the original Nintendo Adventure Island. Uh, it's like one of those point-and-click adventure games, right, where you, you're a pirate. Nope. Nope. No, nope. I don't know it then. Okay, Adventure Island. I think a Monkey Island. Yeah. Yep. Adventure Island is Mario World, but you're Hawaiian and you're on a skateboard. Okay. That, that checks it's, out. It's the exact same <laughs> you're, game. You're no longer an Italian plumber, so you're a Hawaiian skateboard. But it, it, it forces you. Like, you don't have to be on the skateboard the whole time, but it forces you sometimes to be on it. And you know the game, you know the levels in Mario where, like, the screen's going. Yep. So you got to move. Yep. Now try doing that on a skateboard and you're going <laughs> fast. <laughs> and pretty much anything that touches you while you're on the board still kills you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking frustrating. But I just love games. that. I don't know why it was one of the first games I ever owned for the NES. You're like out there buying Hawaiian shirts and skateboards. Yeah, I just loved it. Because it, yeah. it, was, it was the exact same game, but it had a better graphics and you were on a skateboard. There. What else do you want? Yeah. Like, uh, my number, we're on three, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fallout New Vegas. The, okay. 
dude. There's like there's like two camps where you're like a, you're a Fallout Three guy or you're a Fallout New Vegas guy. I never played any of the Fallout's. Oh man, it's like the, the choices, the choice in New Vegas, man. You make so many more choices. It makes the choices in Night Still Republic look small. It's like it's really? great. Yeah, it's crazy. There's like so many different factions. There's so many. There's like five different endings. Like it's. I think you know what, crazy. dude. That that game and a couple other games I think you mentioned came out around the time when we started having kids. Mm-hmm. So I just had no fucking time yep. to play video games, especially games like that. I remember. Oh, there's there's time sinks. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, I remember uh, when my kids were little and just trying to find time to play Bioshock. No, oh, yep, fucking Bioshock. Now I'm like, now I gotta... I know. Uh, I did, it, yeah. Dude, it took me a while. I was like, I really love Bioshock. Yeah. I didn't like the second one too much, but that first one is incredible. That first one is a fucking masterpiece. Now I'm like, now I feel bad that I... Now, well, honorable mention Bioshock for yeah. both of us. <laughs> yeah, there yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my number two is Super Mario World for the NES. There you go. That game is... Classic. It's replayable almost 100%. I think I played that game through, I just played it through a couple months ago out of boredom, and I, I ate that game up, I think, in like four hours. My, my favorite part about that game is like watching the speed runs of yeah. people do it on oh, YouTube. Yeah. That's like, like, I'm like a huge Mario guy, but I, I still, you admire the art, you know, it's like Mario, right? Yeah. Fucking video game essentials. I mean, when you watch it, when you watch that game, and you go back to Mario 1, 2, 3. Yep. There's such a huge jump. They're figuring it out. Yeah. Yep. And then when you get to 64, you're like, dude, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, I love, I, dude, I, I spent so much time with Mario 64. <laughs> and, you know, do you have younger brothers or sisters? Yep, I have two younger brothers. Okay, yep. so you know. Yep. So, you know, you only got the one console, mm-hmm. so you got to share. Oh my god, yeah. So, okay, so, you know, my turn to play the Xbox. Exactly. <laughs> like, so fuck. you gotta be like, okay, I'm gonna beat this level, then I'll let you play. Yep. You know, then if you if I see you getting further than me, I'm gonna smack the shit out of yep. you. Yeah, pull the cartridge out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so what's your number two? Uh, my number two is Castlevania Symphony of the Night for the oh, PlayStation. Fuck, dude, I didn't put a Castlevania on there. Damn it. Oh my gosh, you're missing I out. I can't believe I didn't put... Uh, I, I, dude, Alucard, I Chef's Kiss. You but, finished the show, right? Yeah, oh yeah. I finished yeah, yeah, the show. Yeah. The show's so good. I really wish they didn't stop the show. Yeah. Um, damn, I would have put Castlevania Four on there. Just for the out. for the music alone in Castlevania Four. It's so good. Like you can't it's unfuckwithable. Like it is. Symphony of the Night is like like it, it made like the Metroidvania thing, like it made it the Vania part of it. Because obviously like Metroid was a thing before that, but like once Symphony of the Night came out, they're like, Yeah, we're tacking this title onto it too because so fucking good. Yeah. The only thing that pissed me off about Symphony of the Night was like when they just flipped the castle. You know, they're yeah, like yeah. it's an upside down castle. I'm like, I'm like that. That's how we're gonna drag this out. You know, like <laughs> it's like that's our move. But other than that, fucking great game. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna say my number one, and we won't have to talk too much about it because we already did. My number one game of all time is Knights of the Republic. Yeah. What more do you guys say? Like, yeah. Exactly. Like when I was going through my top ten, I was like, I love some of these games so much, and I can replay them. And I'm honestly just waiting for them to remake it. Yeah, they're remaking it. Yep. Aspire. Aspire is the company that's doing it. They're just you know cleaning it up. Yep. I hope they do. Because I want to honestly, I want to go through it with Roland. Yep. There you go. Like, 
that's the thing like because that yeah 2001 i think when knights of the republic came out so yeah it's getting up there in age it's old yeah what 20 20 year anniversary coming up i don't even know if they would redo the voices the audio might sound weird with yeah with a, with a coat of paint new coat of paint yeah i don't know which to be the, honest the voice work wasn't bad no, it wasn't. Or maybe and, we're just looking at rose-tinted glasses, but I can't think of anything, like, egregious, like, off the top of my head. No, you know what? I bet you... Um, Malik was kind of weird. Malik's voice. The the droid might come off sounding weird. Oh, HK-47. But to be honest, I don't really remember the voices as well. Yeah. So if they replaced them, I don't think I would notice. Yeah. Online would know? Yeah, everybody would be like, you guys changed the voice and ruined the game. It's like, come on, man. No, it's no. not gonna. it's not going to ruin the game. All right, what's your number one? My number one is Final Fantasy VII. Okay. The big old fucking nerd I am. When yeah. I was, came out in 97, but I didn't get my PlayStation until I was like 10. So I, I remember seeing the game, and I was like, it just had a dude with a big sword on it, and I was like, I want that game, you know? <laughs> And I was like, and it like turned me into a huge fucking RPG playing nerd, basically. And like, I probably have like 300 hours in that game, easy, like between different saves and everything, and like... Like, the summer before I went to boot camp, me and my best friend, like, we did, like, a master playthrough of it, you know, and, like, broke it, basically, and fucking, I just beat that game to death. I so. think my, uh, my buddies back home listening to this are gonna agree with your list. Yeah, 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 you got some, you got some nerdy friends. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's what I was like, too, I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm a fucking huge nerd, like, look at the list, you know, but... I don't know, like, the, the, like, I had a couple honorable mentions, like, Red Dead Redemption 2 was fucking, like, a master class in storytelling, and then, um, Bioshock, like, I, I'm kind of pissed that we forgot about Bioshock. Yeah, Both you know us. what, I would have, uh, I, yeah, I definitely would have put Bioshock, I would have put Gears of War 2 in there. Gears of War 2 is good. Xbox 360. Yeah. I think they just put it on Game Pass, so I can play that on the PC now. There's, there's so many other games, um. All right, dude. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. Oh, man. Before we wrap this up, you know what's coming. The the wrap up questions. Let's the, go. The wrap up questions. Okay. I was, I was trying to game the game, you know, and then you changed the questions again. Okay. Then... So I think uh, I think I know what you're gonna say. Okay. Just because I know you a little bit. You have a superpower. Are you a hero or a villain? <sighs> Yo, like everybody everybody can say they're gonna start as a hero, but eventually you just go the villain route. You know, like. Yeah. People are going to come looking for you. The government's going to be like, hey, man, like, what are you doing with these superpowers? I'm going to be like, using my powers. Hopefully it's the Force. And I'm going to be like, fucking throw you away. Like, yeah. uh, then you're a villain. That's just how it works. I'm going to be a villain Monday morning. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, so someone's going to park their car. I'm going to be like, fucking, woof. <laughs> fucking, see you later, car. Ugh. No, you, you could start a hero, but you, you what's the... You either die here or live long enough to become a villain, except for it's going to be like a two-day thing for me. So it's going to be like, all right, let's go. All right. Favorite Star Wars character? Ooh, Revan. Knights of the Republic, baby. Revan. Ooh. Yeah. Like, that's no the, one has ever said that's that. That's the deep cut, though. Like, you, that's, only that's, get, you get Han, you get Chewie, you yeah. get Luke. No. no one has just said Revan. Revan, baby. That's a perfect fucking answer. Second, second, Close second is Boba Fett, but Revan is chef's kiss. Okay. Favorite Tarantino movie? Oof. God damn. It's, it's between Kill Bill Volume 1 or Pulp Fiction. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna throw a curveball here. I'm going to say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. No, Inglourious Bastards. You're right. No, Inglourious Bastards is in, my favorite because 
Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's really good because it's like the ultimate Tarantino. Like, the build lasts until literally yeah. five minutes before the movie ends, and yeah. then it's like fucking Charlie Manson. I'm fucking talking outside of my mouth type of deal. But spoilers for Once Upon a Time I in mean, Hollywood. Yeah. But <laughs> I feel like out of all his movies, no one, no one, none of the characters in his movies can kill Cliff Booth in a hand to hand. No, none. Zero. Yeah, not even <laughs> Lieutenant Reigns. No. <laughs> Lieutenant Aldo Rain. Yeah. So Cliff Booth is you probably Nancy's. He's probably my favorite character out of all of his movies. Bear Jew's close second though for favorite character. Bear Jew and that, that scene when he shows yeah. up and he's just fucking hitting the bat. He fucking he's out of Fenway Park. Fucking smacking a dude. All right. So if you could pick one historical figure to survive the zombie apocalypse with, who would it be? Who? I'm gonna say. Oh. Alexander of Macedonia, a.k.a. Alexander the Great. I think he's the... You know he's going to try to have sex with you, right? I know, but, you know, like, I'm going to be like, Alexander, focus. I need you to... Eyes are up here. Eyes up here. we got to survive this zombie apocalypse thing together, man. You, you, had, some, you had some big power plays back in the day. I'm going to need that focus yeah. in the current day, you yeah. know? There, what, what about you? That's an interesting question. Me? Um, you know what, dude? When I made up this question, I didn't even fucking think of one for myself. Uh, you weren't ready for the curveball. You weren't ready to get it thrown back. No, no one ever asked me questions. <laughs> they're just, they're, they're usually too panicked, you know, like, oh shit, I gotta. Are you, uh, here, here's where I'm gonna, here's where I'm gonna throw a little shade at the Air Force. The original episode, everybody picking flight for your superpower. Come on, guys. I know. Come on, I guys. Hate, <laughs> I, I hate when they say that too. Um, historical figure to survive the zombie apocalypse with. Um, I'm gonna have to go with, hmm, you know what, let's go with, what the fuck is his name, uh, not Al Capone, who's that other, who's the other fucking famous gangster other than Al Capone? Machine gun, fucking. No, who's the dude? Who's the dude that uh died at the movie theater? No, fuck. Johnny Depp played him in a movie. Yep. Uh, Dil- was it Dillinger? Dillinger. Yep. Okay. John Dillinger. John I'm, Dillinger. Ugh. I'm gonna pick Dillinger just because I feel like he was scrappy. Yeah. He could escape well. So if we're t- we're stuck in a in a tight situation, Dillinger might be the guy. He can get you booze. Yep. Prohibition guys. Yep. Know? There you go. You always need a rat. Yep. Someone that's going to find a bunch of shit. Yep. So, yeah. I picked that. So, um, alright, man. I only picked, I don't have a whole list, but I usually pick four or five. For uh, um, tell everybody we're all sticking to uh, watch your bullshit. Uh, it's, it's mostly just the twitch.tv slash Hugh H-E-W underscore gaming G-A-M-I-N-G and I have a YouTube channel, but it's mostly just stuff from my Twitch channel that I uploaded on. And my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash six and then OH5, the old South Dakota area code. Yeah. But no, it's mostly on Twitch. Do you use Twitter on here? I do use you do. I, I know yeah. you use it. I use Twitter. Uh, my handle is at PK the world. So PK, T-H-E, and then world, W-O-R-L-D, as I spell something wrong, like an asshole or something. Yeah. But those are the platforms I'm most active on. 
All right, motherfucker. We'll uh, have fun at work tomorrow. Ah, <laughs> it's funny because I have to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, don't text me for seven days. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but um, who knows? Who knows where we'll be in seven days? Yeah. I'll be on the base, actually, is where I'll be. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, all right, everybody. Peace out.